0: Just a note to let you know, in this episode, we discuss trauma, and this may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to Congratulations, It's Assist, a holistic podcast for all women. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you so much for coming. I'm so glad you made it to the right place after you knocked on some <laughs> random door. I can't believe that I did that. And
1: then a guy came out two doors down and was looked like, no one lives there. And I was like, yeah, I figured that
0: out now. <laughs> <You laughs> to the wrong looked, house. Looks so <laughs> suspicious. <laughs> and it's on a main road as well, so many people would have seen. <laughs> yeah, many. There was actually the traffic
1: lights were red. So I had a whole heap of cars pulled up opposite it amazing
0: so I've got you on the podcast because you're freaking amazing you're doing such cool things oh, I think yeah. that everything that you know about and everything you've learned is so awesome so start off by telling us a little bit about what you do and mm-hmm. all that kind of training that you've done and all that exciting stuff I want to hear all about it
1: okay there is a lot of training <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll sum it up
1: um, so I teach yoga I've taught yoga for a couple of years and I actually taught yoga for years before I was allowed to I guess because I did not have any qualifications <laughs> Yeah, I remember. it's terrible isn't it can you edit that out no, I'm kidding. <laughs> absolutely not that is staying oh damn um and I've practiced for over 12 years now um but so I did my basic yoga teacher training in Byron Bay for a year and that was amazing I learned such a lot of Cool things about the body, and the particular style of yoga they were using was called Purna Yoga, which isn't so mainstream, but it's all about um, being complete. So it's including like pranayama and meditation and everything like an asana, all in one class. And um, they had a real fixation about injury, like huge. And every um, posture that I learned, I had to learn all of the mechanics of all the joints and things like that. So that was amazing and we had physios teaching us and it was beautiful and then I moved back to Perth started teaching here and this opportunity came up with the Perth psychology collective Kirsten Baus she was looking for yoga teachers to start teaching yoga for mental health because she's a psychologist she owns her own clinic and she was basically saying um she's just studied a 200 hour yoga teacher training and she really wants to do this mental health aspect and were there any yoga teachers willing to train for the mental health aspect and I was like oh my god yes Been such a passion of mine for so long um so then she hooked me up with Martine McDougall of the yoga clinic who is amazing Um, and I've been on a mentorship with her, and I've been training for yoga for anxiety, yoga for depression, yoga for trauma, um, embodying healing, all sorts of stuff. And uh, we do intensive weekends, and then we've got this six-month-long mentorship going throughout, so we're always having feedback. And now I'm teaching yoga for trauma. She's my supervisor, because you have to have one of those.
0: Man, I didn't sum that up this morning <laughs> so sorry. Like, just a quick summary. <laughs> so, tell us a little bit about what trauma actually is because I know that we had a chat about this yoga for mental health mm-hmm. and we were talking about yoga for trauma. I
1: think a lot of people think trauma is just from things like huge events that happen or like car accidents or the Holocaust or stuff like that, but trauma is something that basically occurs when you're experiencing something and your survival systems, your nervous system, everything that you have in your body to survive and get you out of a situation, can't get you out. So you are stuck enduring something that you don't want to endure. And then you become traumatized as a result. So you can have um, complex trauma, which is trauma from childhood, from repeated events, normally inflicted by a caregiver. You can um, have trauma from abusive relationships, um, one-off abusive incidents, all sorts. And I think all of us really have been affected by trauma in some way. We all carry
0: trauma in our bodies. We might not even know that we're holding on to trauma. We might not even be aware that that's something that's affecting us. Mm. How does trauma affect our body and our brains?
1: Trauma affects the body and brain in quite crazy ways once you start looking into it. It actually can change the brain. It changes the way your wiring works. It can change sizes of certain areas of the brain. For example, a lot of people afflicted with complex trauma have smaller barocas area, which is the area for speech and things like that, so may not be able to articulate how they feel about things. Um, You can, your hippocampus
0: area, the memory, part of your brain can shrink the hippocampus part of your brain can shrink yes that blows my mind yes so like it's purposely trying not to remember maybe i think so yeah absolutely
1: because the thing with when you're traumatized every time you remember you relive so it's not like you can talk about it as a memory you experience it full on every time you're reminded of it, so people have panic attacks they can disassociate they aren't able to self regulate um, the body basically becomes a unfriendly space it's it becomes the enemy in a way because it couldn 't keep you safe when it needed you when you needed it to so then healing through trauma is all about sort of processing the memories in a way that you can come to start to talk about it but also befriending your body so it's not an it's not a dangerous space for you to be in anymore
0: so kind of forgiving your own body for holding on to something like that Mm. in a way Mm -hmm. wow that's super interesting so tell us a little bit about yoga for trauma because i i know also when we spoke about this you were like the misconception is that it's relaxing and it's not mm-hmm. and I really want you to elaborate on that because I think in general terms when people think about yoga they do think oh you know you're just lying on your back like having a nap and obviously <laughs> there's so many different types of <laughs> yoga where you're just like I hate my life it's so hard I know. <laughs> So
1: <laughs> I just want
0: to talk about yoga for trauma specifically so tell us about how it works there's a trauma-sensitive yoga
1: practice that was developed by David Emerson at the Trauma Center in Boston. He created this project through evidence-based research. So it's been tried and tested. And this particular method is its basically creating a situation. It can take many forms, but you move through postures, but you can't say the word postures because that's a potentially triggering word. So they use the word forms. You move through forms and you take the time to increase resistance and decrease resistance and notice the sensations and choose how far you want to go. So it's all about choice. So the setup of the practice, you spend, so normally it's in an eight week course, and then you set up the first class. 20 minutes of it, maybe more, is talking about the safety aspect. Um, The brave, brave people that come because they are brave, they are survivors they need to know that they can leave at any time and they don't have to tell me why they can just go they can go drink a glass of water and come back they can not participate they can just lay down or go have their legs up the wall somewhere it's all about them feeling like they have the choice to do or not to do control yes and then the postures themselves it can start off seated um, normally because that's a nice place to be for the nervous system in a way and they can just explore lifting up their arm and increasing tension by extending it long stretching through the fingers and then relaxing it and letting it drop and then choosing where they want to go between and just noticing now this might sound a little bit strange but because a trauma survivor is not normally present and doesn't normally have the opportunity to look at what's going on in their body notice these sensations and especially not feeling control about applying more pressure or taking away the pressure so it's you move through forms in an hour and you basically explore what's going on with your body adding more or taking away and um, I think a lot of people think that it's a relaxing thing to do because you think oh trauma yoga I mean that must be That must be really soothing. But there's nothing more terrifying than being present in your body when you are traumatised. So it's really not something you send anyone that you know
0: to go and chill out. And it's all about perception, isn't it? So like this type of yoga for somebody who is a trauma survivor would probably be quite challenging because it's it's something completely unfamiliar, Mm -hmm. like listening to their own receptors and listening Mm -hmm. to their own body. Whereas, you know, uh, maybe someone who's practised yoga for years and years wouldn't be able to wrap their head around that Mm -hmm. they would be like oh but i've been doing that for a long time so Mm. it's all about perception they're going through something else and i think that it's really really cool that there is a type of yoga that is specifically for something like this Mm. i think that's really powerful ash so when you were training to teach this mm. type of yoga was there any practice that you had to do to become familiar with the the type of yoga that you're teaching Yeah
1: yeah so I participated in an 8 week course which is probably the best way to run the trauma yoga anyway over a couple of weeks because then it really gets people used to going through the motions but I had to participate in the 8 week course which was really eye-opening a lot of stuff came up for me but like I said everybody has trauma and I'm yeah. always like oh I'm fine
0: <laughs> not, not fine <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and as well I had to do a lot of practice teaching on my wonderful supervisor Martine and she's so supportive giving me feedback all the way and um, because a lot of the language is totally different it's all invitational language so it's like if you would like to lift your arm feel free whereas in yoga it's like turn your foot 90 degrees back foot 45 degrees that like <laughs> wild thing yeah now, <laughs> <quick>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like none of that so um I had to train a lot of teaching postures how I would normally teach them and then teaching them in a trauma sensitive way and all of that under supervision and now I'm teaching I still have to have a supervisor because a lot of stuff does come up you don't know um what you're bringing into the room when you're trying to hold a safe space so sometimes your stuff can be confused with their stuff and then there's like the whole relational Mm. thing going on where you know what's happened with them and you're like yeah that happened to me like that's a big no can't be doing that Mm -hmm. you've just got to hold space
0: be authentic keep it safe absolutely Mm. so tell us a little bit about the ethics of this type of yoga because obviously when all those things are coming up and you have to use specific language so that Mm. you're not impeding on other people's experiences Mm. and things so is that something that you learn about when you're learning to do this type of yoga Mm -hmm.
1: yeah so you learn definitely another way of speaking like this invitational way of speaking is um actually something that I love so much I've brought it into my normal yoga classes now because I'm like yeah people don't want to be forced to do these postures sometimes they just want to come and move in their body and that's pretty much trauma sensitive yoga to be honest so I did learn yes and I, I was um, surprised to know that people teach it without stemming from this evidence-based trauma sensitive trauma center yoga Mm. um and that there are they use different methods and you hear things Mm. like trauma release workshops well you can't release trauma it's something you can only integrate and have as part of you and become comfortable with yes Mm. yeah and learn to live a life as normally as you can and Um, You hear of my supervisor has uh, stories of um, people not being able to cool down after a a Kundalini trauma class. So I'm not saying there's anything wrong with these classes, but I think there needs to be some sort of like checking in before or after just to uh, lay down the groundwork of what's going on and really honour the safety aspects of the practice Um, I know that lots of people want to help people and that's beautiful but if you're not coming from an evidence-based background when it comes to trauma then it can be really dangerous.
0: Well mental health is also such an important thing it's such you know everybody is so different that Mm -hmm. we can't just be using the same methods for everyone. I had an experience myself where I was told that I wasn't allowed to leave a Bikram yoga class oh my god and and the teacher like called me out as I was trying to leave the room (sighs) and he was like where are you going and I was like I actually think I'm gonna pass out like I'm gonna be honest I didn't drink enough water before I came here oh my god and I had to stay in the class in child's pose for an hour he wouldn't let me leave yeah so when I started teaching and you know I'm a yoga teacher as well I was very conscious that it was that kind of invitational speak. So I think that yeah. I'm not going to be like, excuse me, <laughs> Susan, you get back on your mat. I don't think so. Oh, no. So I think that it's, yeah, I think it's such important work and you're so right. Like there's so many different types of yoga. and They all claim to mm. do these things where mm. it really is such an individual practice yeah such a huge. personal thing yeah and
1: the thing to be respected is that these um, people that come your way to get to find help for them to heal is the highest honor and they are so brave it's actually a miracle they're there mm. and that really needs to be like the foundation of why you're doing what you're doing
0: so in terms of the people that you have coming to your yoga for trauma classes mm-hmm. is there a specific type of person you would recommend this kind of yoga for is it something that is accessible to everyone i mean i'd love to say it works for everyone but
1: everyone is so different and i do being a, a yoga practitioner i i think there's something in yoga for everyone but i mean it really depends on where that person is at with their journey and it also depends on um what type of person they are, if you're super active and you've got a lot of energy in you, sort of being on all fours on your mat, swaying from side to side for like an hour might not be your thing. Mm. And you might find it frustrating and maybe you like playing tennis and you really get it out there, like just being in your body there. I think it is different for everyone. It's hard to recommend to people that I don't know, but I just would like to think that therapists kind of know when they can send people our way and it is i don't think i would really teach anyone that wasn't in therapy because stuff can come up um and i can say oh that that you know if you, if they have an out-of-body experience which has been known to happen yes that's normal make sure you book an appointment with your therapist but you've just been looking into your body so this is a normal response So it just depends, really, um, on where you're at with your journey and who you are and if you feel like that's what you want to do for your
0: healing. Okay, so questions. Mm. So Liana wants to know... Hi, Liana. If there is yoga for trauma, Mm. if somebody has had trauma in their past, Mm. can they still just go to regular yoga? Absolutely.
1: They absolutely can. It just... I guess there has to be an element of vigilance with where you choose to go because lots of studios have different, like, ethos and they kind of have their own angle. And if you love to practice yoga and that's what you like to do, then absolutely go and do it. But just make sure, no matter if they say you can't leave the room or... You can. So just feel free to leave the room or not do a posture you don't want to do. And, like, if there's triggering postures like happy baby can be a big one or mm. cactus arms or well, anything the with ground. hips really hips, hips, huge. yeah massive um you don't have to do those things and you can walk out of the class and go home and that doesn't mean that you're any less than anyone else in that room you don't need to stay in
0: child's pose for an hour at a bikram <laughs> yoga class you don't you don't, <laughs> you don't. <laughs> he, <laughs> he need was to mean be. he was super i mean. want to say something to <laughs> him oh, you know what now that i'm in the yoga community i wish i knew his name <laughs> yeah and our final segment are <gasps> uh, brilliant love that thank you. <laughs> i've been waiting for someone to laugh <laughs> what there's no one laughed yet. i think a couple of people have but it's still nice um <laughs> so if somebody has had a traumatic experience mm-hmm. this is your your piece of advice for them
1: you're not alone and please find someone to speak to definitely because we're not meant to deal with this stuff by ourselves and start doing the work as soon as you feel you're able to do the work because to have something stop you in your tracks the way life can sometimes do and these traumatic events sometimes do doesn't mean you don't deserve to live a full life so just remember that there is help out there and If you reach out, there'll always be someone waiting to help
0: you find your journey on healing. Oh, Ash. (laughs) Bloody love you. Okay, awesome. And Ash, where can our listeners find you to do classes, whether they're regular yoga or yoga for mental health? Where are you at the moment?
1: I am yoga for mental health at the yoga for mental health studio in Morley. Um, I can't think of the address on the top of my head (laughs) because... There's a microphone in front of my face, but I'll make sure that we can put that in the show notes Absolutely. for you. Um, and they'll be on Saturday mornings, 10am. And uh, other yoga, I teach at Ethos Fit on Tuesday evenings, 6.30, Sunday mornings, 9.30. And I also do a lot online. Amazing.
0: Oh, yay. I'll definitely put that information in the show notes and we'll put your Instagram handle and things in there as well so people can find you. Thank you. Well, thank you so much, Ash. Thank you I've always thought you're freaking amazing. Now I think you're even more freaking amazing. (laughs) I think you're amazing. I just don't know how I'm going (laughs) to (laughs) cope. But thank you so much for coming on. And if we get any questions, we'll forward them to you. Please feel free to reach out if you have any questions for Ash. And if you need support, there are so many amazing organisations and hotlines with incredible people who are waiting to listen and help you through anything that you're dealing with at the moment so thank you so much ash oh thank you have a lovely rest of your week yeah Yeah. you too bye Bye. thanks so much for tuning into this episode of congratulations it's assist we hope you enjoyed it and we can't wait for you to join us again next time if you haven't already go check out our website at assist.com.au find all of our episodes our lady parts blog with amazing stories from incredible women our recipe section with plant-based gluten free and refined sugar-free meal options and a way to contact us if you want to give us a follow you'll find us on instagram at congratulations as assist facebook congratulations It's as assist or you can reach out directly kayla at au. and please remember Anything discussed on this podcast does not constitute medical advice. I'm not a doctor. I'm just interested. Please speak to your GP or other healthcare professional before making any changes. Oh, wait, one more thing. The music for this podcast was created by my amazing partner, Matthew Tanner, in our friend Harry's house. Until next time, no you, we'll assist.